You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Welcome. Hey, it's so good to be with you. And congratulations on your amazing football weekend. Yay, go Chiefs. What What happened? That Whatever. I, I must have missed it. Was there a game? Yeah, whatever. Uh, all I do as a Chiefs fan, you just find out what, what date is the Super Bowl, and then you just block that out, and that's just the game. That you're yeah, let me, let me know when February 11th gets here, and, and I'll watch what's that so one. Funny Everything about, else is just What's so funny up. about that is you went, you know, 50 oh, years? 50 years with, with uh, goose eggs. With so. goose eggs? And so to be, you got to feel pretty good saying that. Yeah. I mean, worst, the worst case scenario since we drafted Mahomes is is losing an overtime in the AFC championship game. That's if everything goes, the floor falls out. So it's, I, but I'm trying to take it for granted, man, because no. man, this is, this is cyclical. Ask, ask the Patriots, you know, I mean, things can change and it, you know, it's hard to get back there uh, again. So uh, very thankful, very thankful. Worst case scenario for the Broncos is um, hmm. we've paid Russell Wilson, $250 million and haven't made the playoffs yet. So. Oh, and <laughs> you, you all are going to oh, be paying, man. paying Russell for some time to come. No, well, no matter I, what. Rumors has it that he's going to the Raiders, so they'll get the big payroll. Yeah, that, really? that's a Raiders kind of thing to do. Wow. We'll see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, I'm excited to find out. You know, Johnny Inlow, I, I love listening to Johnny Inlow. He always has like things like prophetically, like what is God saying through all of these things that happens in sports and all of that. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this, whether it comes out after these games here or the Super Bowl. It'll be yeah, really exciting. A lot, to see. A lot of God was talking through numbers, so it's yep. kind of kind of cool, cool stuff. Speaking about numbers, we're surrounded by numbers when it comes to the economy, and uh, yeah. um, things you know are, are are booming in some ways and not in others. And mm. uh, I'm anxious to hear what you got to say this week. Well, booming in some ways. So, so look at the GDP, for example, our gross domestic product, which is a reflection of everything that we pay for. You know, that's basically produced in this country at retail prices. Right. So so this is where I, I start to look at the numbers and say people don't understand them. They don't understand because we've got inflation that's hovering at over 15 percent unofficially and GDP is like at two percent. Right. So it's like, man, if if GDP is a reflection of what we're spending retail and inflation's at 15 percent then GDP should be growing by 15% every year. It should equal the inflation rate because it's everything that we're spending. But it doesn't. It's only like 2%. So hmm. you have to look at it. It's not even that good. I mean, not that 2% is terrible growth, right? But mm -hmm. but it's not even that good because the way that we get to that point is with stimulus money. So there's this article that, that I was reading on Zero Hedge, which actually talked about this. The GDP number was great. They, they call that great, the 2%, right? Mm -hmm. but, but here's where, how did they get to that point? So it takes now $1.55 in budget deficit to generate $1 of growth in the GDP. Okay. So, but new debt, $2.50 they have to to spend in new debt to get $1 of GDP growth. So apply that to your family. If you were to say, David, hey, Stacy, I've got a, I've got a good plan for our family, and this is a really good business idea, and we're going to spend $2.50 to generate a dollar, or put it into bigger numbers, or 
we're going to spend $250,000 to make a hundred thousand. Does that sound like a good deal? And she'd say, you are smoking crap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What is going on? Right? I mean, that's a bad idea, but this is where the government is. And so they don't talk about the amount of debt it takes to generate $1 of GDP growth because they wouldn't want people to actually know that. Right. But this is how bad the economy really is. I mean, it's just, it's just brutal. But we hear from Bidenomics, from Biden himself, and mm-hmm. from the press secretary, and from Janet Yellen, and from Jerome Powell, that they've got this inflation beast tamed, and the economy is booming, and they're creating jobs, and they're doing all this stuff right. Well, they're not doing all of this stuff right. It's, it's, it's really quite bad. So, so you look at... For example, um, mm, let's look at this new bill from or this policy from from the White House. First time ever that I've ever seen a president of the United States put economic sanctions on U.S. companies. It's like, what? Wow. What is the world? I mean, usually you'll put economic sanctions on like a rogue terrorist nation or something like that. Right. But but no. They want to actually limit the number and and basically put the throttle on, put the brakes on any new applications for exports of liquefied, you know, natural gas, LNG to other countries. So Hmm. what is that going to do? That's going to actually put the brakes on our exports of, of natural gas to other countries. This is going to devastate the U.S. economy. I mean, devastate it. And in an election year, this makes absolutely zero sense to me because what states are big producers in natural gas? Well, Texas, um, Colorado, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, North Dakota, um, Louisiana, right? All of these oil producing, natural gas producing right. states, are they going to vote for a guy who basically kills all of their jobs? I don't know. No way. Maybe they don't care about the votes. I hate to bring that one up, <laughs> but but maybe they don't. This is all a political move, you know, basically attacking some of these red states and say, you're not supporting me on funding Ukraine. You're not supporting me on the wall. In fact, you know, we're, the Supreme Court says, oh, let's just cut down the, the razor fence yeah. that, mm-hmm. that we put on. I mean, this is bonkers and it's all been politicized, but but. Biden is acting like an absolute dictator. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, who puts sanctions on their own country and own companies in their own country for political purposes? I mean, they want to actually destroy the profit of America and anybody who's against their agenda. This is this is what it looks like to me. I, I can't mm-hmm. explain it. Well, and, you know, everything that they do, they'll spin it the other way and that the Republicans don't do anything to help. Mitch McConnell's just as much in, in bed with with Biden and being against the solutions. Day one, literally on the first day, there were 94 executive orders filed by Biden against the border, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to over overturn Trump era policies that made it wide open and sent a signal to third world countries that there will be no resistance for you coming in. And now he's, he's, he's knowing it's a bad look. And he's like, Hey, if we had more funding, if the Republicans would work with me on this border bill, but the border bill they're trying to pass is nothing other than 
increased funding that they're going to waste, and a large part of it goes to Ukraine. And so yeah. it, it's it. So you're like, hey, we, you know, I, I want the border fixed as much as everybody mm-hmm. else, but we, you know, we got to work with these Republicans and these far MAGA, you know, Republicans that are these extremists. He could he could do he could stop the border thing today the same way he opened it up on day one, but they don't do that. And so um, we really have to protect ourselves from our leaders at this point. It is not like, well, I hope there, there there's no resistance from Mitch McConnell. There's no resistance from, you know, Lankford in uh, uh, Oklahoma. Anybody that that is on is supposed to be on our team, they're simply just throwing gas on Biden policies. And so it's like being in the backseat with drunk drivers. You know, you're like, man, we we need to make choices to protect ourselves from the people that have their hands on the wheel because they're not doing anything to help America. No, they're not. And, you know, the day before before Biden Harris administration announces the temporary pause on on approvals of LNG exports. What did he do before that? He said, hey, look, I'm not even going to consider pulling the feds, you know, away from the Texas border crisis thing, unless you fund Ukraine, like what you just said. So politics, politics, politics before people. And this is bad, right? So, so, but here's the economic implications of these things, right? So we already are in a quagmire, right? Economically, we're already spending $2 and 50 cents of new debt to get $1 of GDP growth. Uh, we're now going to limit one of the things that we're actually really good at, which is which is natural gas production. I mean, we're good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you handcuff one of the things that we're good at as a nation? Right. But but yet they are. And so so to me, when you what is that going to limit? That's going to limit any kind of like tariffs coming in, you know, as, as we export to these countries, it's going to limit income taxes because these companies are going to have to lay people off. It's going to limit, uh, sales tax revenues, property tax revenues as these States yeah. as job leads. I mean, it's going to be devastating. There is a domino effect. So here's where the net result is. Uh, I don't know if we actually really saw what was going to be coming with these stupid policies. You know, I'm thinking like mm-hmm. the Biden administration, and so we're just going to have to print our way out of it. Now, be, yeah. there is no more government revenue. So if if expenses and expenditures and entitlements and stimulus keep going and, oh, funding our debt ceiling and all of that garbage, right? And But we have no money to take care of it and tax revenue. Well, then they're, they're going to be forced to print their way out of it. See, this is what comes next. And this is why week after week after week after week, we are shouting from the rooftops, tangible assets are so important, right? And and last week we talked about silver mm-hmm. and the fact that the number of shorts on, you know, short contracts has was diminished by 50%, right? In one week, the yep. big banks that have short positions on silver down 50% in huge. one week. Oh, it's it's massive. And what did silver do since then? Right? So at the time Silver was 22, maybe 2210. Today it's 2313. It's up over a dollar in a week. Wow. So, so people are saying, Kirk, it didn't have a big, huge move, like you said. It's like, what? It, it's up over a dollar in a week. 
that's a dollar on something that was like 20 bucks. That's 5% in a week. You multiply that times 52 weeks. Okay, that's a big, massive number. That's like 250% for the year. So it is moving in that direction because these things, these fundamental forces are playing themselves out. And this is incredible. And this is why there is safety in physical assets, right? And, and um, you know, we were talking to producer Colton, you know, before, before the show, and we were talking about the S and P 500. Right. And Mm so, so, well, this isn't actually, this is a deeper, this is a deeper topic. We should actually just do that on a following show because there's, there's a lot to say on it. And so that's like the teaser for the next show. Right. But, (laughs) but I mean, really, when you look at what's happening in the stock market, what's happening in, in tangible assets, general rule of thumb, and we'll dig into this deeper on, on a future show, but you want to sell high and you want to buy low. Right. Yep. The stock market's at near all-time highs. And the fundamentals that are causing that growth are not good fundamentals. It's stimulus money. So it's like to everybody out there, it's like sell, sell, sell. I would get rid of your those normal traditional assets, traditional markets that you're in, because it makes no sense that they're up there. Right. It makes zero sense that they're up there. And so therefore, if the fundamentals that cause growth were still solid, well, then buy it. Right. But if they're not there, right. I mean, does stock market grow because you have higher taxes, higher interest rates and higher cost of borrowing when you have inflationary pressures and and jobs are going away? Well, it's like, no, it's not. That doesn't make any sense. So therefore, the fundamentals, true fundamentals that cause growth are not there. In, this, in these markets, in the S&P 500 and the Dow, right? But yet they are there in silver. Is silver higher than it was last year? Yep. Is it higher than it was three years ago? Yep. Is it higher than it was 20 years ago? Yep, 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 right? But the fundamentals that cause its growth, the inflationary pressures, the manufacturing demand, these number of shorts being exterminated, you know, unwound, wow, that's, that's bullish support for silver, you have to allocate into strength to take advantage of these markets, the political shenanigans that we're seeing every single day. Take advantage of that so those trends don't take advantage of you. And from my understanding, Dr. Kirk, the silver is undervalued. Like it, it could be, it could be, or you know, should be higher than it is currently. Is that right? Based on where gold is. Yeah, based on where gold is, see the historical number, Stacy, is like twenty to one. It takes twenty ounces of silver to buy one ounce of gold. Well, if, if let's just call silver twenty five dollars an ounce for easy math. So, but it's like twenty three and some change. But let's just call it twenty five. Twenty five times twenty would put it at five hundred dollars an ounce. It's like man, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's like at two thousand dollars an ounce. So the ratio today is more like eighty to one, not twenty to one. So what does that number of 80 to one tell us? It tells us either gold is overvalued or silver is undervalued. What causes gold to move? Same things that cause silver to move. Unsustainable debt, political chaos, geopolitical conflict, inflationary pressures, all of the above. We have all of them. So gold is going to continue to rise, but that ratio will always regress towards its mean or towards its average. So that means the ratio comes down to 70 to one, to 60 to one, to 40 to one, to about down to 20 to one, which means silver is outperforming. That's what that ratio tells mm-hmm. us. So I'm not, I'm not like 
married to silver. I could care less or gold. I, both of them are good in times. Mm-hmm. That ratio tells us go into silver, simply go into silver rather than into gold to take advantage of that overgrowth, right? It's mm-hmm. outperforming gold and that's what we need to look at. And when you're buying something tangible, there's not really a, a downside. It's not like I could go back to zero, you know, because silver right. is something that people are needing. It'll never be blockbuster stock. It'll, yeah, it's never going to go down to, ooh, now it's not worth anything. It, it is a tangible thing, but it also is something that is necessary in the marketplace. People are actually needing silver for manufacturing and for our phones and all these different things. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I... I don't want to let people think that there's no downside. There's never a guarantee in life, right? I mean, things can go up and down on any given day, but you're absolutely right. Tangible assets have never gone to zero. They've never gone to zero. And so we have to say, well, what is the downside, right? Well, the downside is what does it cost to get silver out of the ground? Estimates are today with cost of diesel fuel and and labor and insurance and actually workers getting it out of the earth, right? The miners. It's over $19 an ounce. Miners are not going to pull silver out of the earth for a loss, right? So if it ever goes below 19, they're going to say, well, we're just shutting down operations. We're not going to actually pull it out to lose money every single ounce we take out. And then if they did that, let's say silver did skyrocket. Well, there's no more supply. When there's no supply, the price is going to go through the roof. So then they open up again. And right, so, so really... Your downside protection is in the upper teens. Today's silver is in the low 20s. It's like there's not much downside risk that you're taking with mm-hmm. silver. When you when you couple it with the fact, how much does it cost to get it out of the earth? Where a stock, for example, a company can go out of business tomorrow mm-hmm. and the value of your stock goes to zero, right? So, so there's no downside protection when you're buying stocks. I mean, technically, you have the book value, like what Warren Buffett would say, and the company is worth X. But but um, I don't care if a company is worth X. If it ever goes into bankruptcy proceedings, it's the bankruptcy judge that determines how much everyone is going to get paid back on and how many cents on the dollar are they going to get paid back with. See, a co- Enron, one of the largest stocks in the history of America, went belly up overnight. Just like overnight. What about cryptocurrencies? What about FTX? Yeah, and, it's gone. You know, right. I mean, gone. I mean, it's just like gone overnight, like in the wink of an eye, it's gone. So so here's where tangible assets do bring that element of safety. And that's what mm-hmm. we need to focus on. In these markets is safety, asset preservation. And then when you get growth with it, it's just the icing on the cake. And that's what we have right now. I love it. So Flyover family, you can go to flyovergold.com, place that you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever to find out what are your options? What can you do to put yourself in a in a good position because we don't know what the future holds. We are 200 you know, almost 80 days from an election of 2024 and we know crazy years, that's what it always looks like in an election year. And so this is a way to kind of be able to sleep at night, put your head on the pillow and be like, okay, I've got my finances taken care of. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Flyover family, 
fill out that form or call 720-605-3900 today. You won't regret it. Thanks again for your time, Dr. Kirk. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.